do you guys remember? Mm. And maybe this is still a thing because I'm I've haven't been in Windows Land for a long time. But both of you, I think, might have yeah, Windows. I've dabbled. That's okay. what I've been operating on for the past couple weeks at home. Well, we were talking about formatting this SD card and just. You know, even if you don't need to, it kind of gives you a false sense of security. And I think that comes back from the days where it was just like, I'm going to reinstall Windows XP, mm. you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pull out the... Not, and I'm not going to install yeah. it over yeah. the top of it. Right. No, I'm going to no. format the hard drive. Yeah. Right? And find it's my true. booklet of disks that they gave me, you uh, know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, I have not done such a thing on a Mac. You mm. used to do that on Macs, too. That makes I sense. have not done that on a Mac for, you know, this Mac... Since I bought it, mm. which is mm -hmm. at least at least two years at this point, and four or five OS upgrades. Yeah, well, that's I've... probably not true. Two two or three OS upgrades. Yeah. Uh, do you still have to periodically reformat Windows, or do they finally get good at just letting it install in place? I, you know, that's I haven't in a while, but you know, some of that may even be my own uh, learnings. Because the reason it was a problem, I thought I was going right. to have to a wall back. Like so, so I was doing an update. That's that's still my thing with Windows. Their mm -hmm. updates are still. Yeah, you know, a little shaky. Uh, this was this is probably a year or so ago, and I was up. It was a Windows 10 box, and it, it's doing an update. Something happened with the network, like it may have just been power cut out or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, so obviously it didn't. Well, who finish. could have seen that coming? Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it's a power device. Yeah. Like that's ever mm -hmm. happened before. No, you don't have to think about that yeah. kind of thing. So in so, a major operating system. And, and and then you know and here we go down down that hole of of like so the files some of the files were there and that's how evidently it checked to see if it needed to do an update was mm -hmm. oh no that file's there I'm, oh, I'm good here yeah you've got that yeah. one fucking JSON file <laughs> yeah basically so rando one in there that's I that's called using the file system as memory yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 exactly you know and 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 so you get broken memory in there so mm -hmm. to speak so I had to go in and surgically surgically remove that file and then reboot the thing and it came back up and was like oh i need to do an update yeah. you know yeah yeah that's that's well that's see yeah. that's that's a bad thing all right so if you a lot you of people it, would have had of, to have reformatted it potentially and if done one that, of those uh, files is like the canary in the coal mine yeah that lets yeah windows know it's been presence. updated maybe don't write that file first yeah <laughs> during the update you know? exactly maybe come around on the tail end and yeah. put that one in yeah. there you know yeah well, yeah, it had me thinking of it. I just didn't know if that was still. I don't think it as is. I think it used to be like. No, you know, it, it was. You you're this, absolutely right. It was yeah. like. Yeah. Um, it was almost seasonal. You know, you yeah. did it at the it, summer it equinox like, no, and know. the winter equinox. It was like twice a year. <laughs> right. Yep. It, it, <laughs> depending on the incantation just, yeah, right. you had exactly. performed. Sure. Yeah. And some people are kind of new yeah. age and you're, you yeah. Know. yeah. You know, maybe do it more than others. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're less more. equinox, more. Right. Uh, what's the yeah. other one? Uh, the, the spring and the, the fall solstice. The, you're more yeah. solstice. You right, saw exactly. it a lot more yeah. in the enterprise environment, actually, mm -hmm. where it was just like, oh, it's a new school year. Just can format all those. Just new fiscal get, year. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Like, <laughs> new machines. That's, do them all over yeah. the network right now. Yep. And, yeah. um, I actually had a job here in Northwest Arkansas uh, for two summers, I think, where my brother worked for Bentonville School District I for that you have a IT. Brother. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do too. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I know you got a lot of he's, siblings. He's, so one, of, he's, he's one, one of the few that might actually be like, oh, you are on the podcast. I've been doing podcasts. Let me listen to your podcast. And then, oh, you know, then we'll never be friends again. Thanks. Oh, well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you do it. But he, sorry, what? Sorry, what's your name? Ten years older. 
<laughs> He's never mentioned you before. He's ten <laughs> years older than me, so okay. he moved out yeah, when I was yeah. eight years old. No, I, I mean, get or it. six years. I was. I've six got a, I've got a brother yeah. that's twelve years older than me. Yeah, and it's like it's like yeah, I was in first grade. And like he had done his high school graduation. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of go, well, but we, you know, we actually are actually fairly close. So he was working mid middle school districts and I was in high school and I came over and did the, they did what it was an intern for IT guys. And Mm -hmm. we just dropped off computers in every single, you know, school IT was fun. Yeah, it actually was. Mm -hmm. We did that. Um, Cody, my brother. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep who I'm not as estranged from. You guys know him by name, but he used to work here. Um, He's been on the show. He's been on the show. Yeah. Um, And will be again, I'm sure. We know him by first actual name, which we never revealed, even on this show, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's true. I don't think we did. Mm -hmm. I don't think we did. We talked about it. We were leaving it for Patreon. Yeah, exactly. He and I both have secret first names. That was part of how our parents hit us from the government or something. (laughs) Mine just didn't give them a birth certificate. Mine were like, yeah, we're a couple years (laughs) in. All right. They they haven't come in and stolen them yet. What's his birthday? Somewhere Uh, around the solstice. (laughs) <laughs> the last time that we yeah. formatted the XP machine, yeah. he wasn't here. Yeah, so. uh, yeah they so. all have version names. You know? <laughs> well, we did. Um, they had this program at our high school. It was an early bird program. This, so this is how big a nerds we were. We voluntarily got to school an hour early. Mm, yeah, to impressive. do unpaid IT work. It was a class. It was an elective class, but it, they didn't hold it during school hours because they mm. needed you to be able to. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty genius plan that they came up with. Yeah, we were able to get like credit towards like an A plus certification mm. with it, that makes so sense. it did something yeah. for you. Right. They had tied it in with the local like vocational you, community you, college. You got experiment. I did. I, experience I, with, I learned yeah. how to you know write subnets, mm. and mm-hmm. I was in tenth grade. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And like, still yeah, a good skill to have. Totally. You know? There's still yeah. there's stuff I learned in there that I still use every day. Mm. And like, um, yeah, it was like the network. You know the the IT director, they had like two paid staff, and then they had like ten of us nerds that mm. broke up in the team. So we went to a rural, a large rural school, mm-hmm. which is different. It's like the same size of like say a Fayetteville school district, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But it's it's rural, and so it's all co-located. So it's like a college yep. campus, mm-hmm. like all the mm-hmm. they just bus everybody to a central location in a big fucking field out in the middle of Garland. <laughs> yep, yep. Because uh, land's cheap, and they can just co-locate it all. And so yep. you, we just like we were on teams assigned to certain buildings. So mm-hmm. I was like junior high for two years, and then one year I was in the high school building. Hmm. And um, yeah, they did it before school because like we would literally go into the classrooms with a skeleton key mm-hmm. and like. Plug-in printers mm. and and do run all that cable kind of stuff. run cable. We would yeah. we did punch downs and drops. Yep, um, and all that stuff. And it was you know, it was actually really really fun. But again, that's how big a nerds we were. Yeah, yeah. coming to school voluntarily early getting to school to at seven fifteen that. Yeah. to go pull cable in the ag building. Yeah, yeah. or play I with did, a, you know play with a computer. I'm sure, what we so. actually did was install the okay. So Starcraft. <clears throat> I was gonna say now we're getting on to what I remember <laughs> yeah. from whatever we called it. I, I forget. Yeah. You know, we, there's yeah, we all had a version around. So the the uh, the Blizzard the, that era of Blizzard RTS games. Mm. So you're thinking mm-hmm. like Warcraft, Warcraft Two, Starcraft yep, Original. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. pixel mm-hmm. art. Yeah, real time strategy Blizzard, good stuff. Yeah, before you didn't even have to have a GPU, mm. DOS mm. based. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, those ran on Macs mm. as well as Windows, mm. and so it was a cool, you know, um, dual compatible game. Mm. And so it was like it was the perfect storm of like 
We were a Mac family. Mm. All of our friends had Windows machines at home. Yeah. And then there was this one game that we could all play, and it was actually really good. And when you bought it, you got a license to the game. You guys, okay, kids, you yeah. used to buy a video game, and it came on a CD, first of all. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, there was usually like a, it you was could a, call it like a UUID, but it wasn't that complicated. Sometimes it was. It felt like an artifact. Like it was on like a certificate, like paper, uh-huh. oh, and it was yeah. your UUID. Yeah. Yeah. It was the CD yeah. key. It was your license yeah. key to play the game, yep. and that thing was sacred. It was mm-hmm. your proof of purchase, basically. Yeah. And so lose it and you can't play even though you have the CD. So anyone that wanted to play with us, you know, play StarCraft, you would you could install it mm. off of a disc, but mm. it, you'd have to put in a CD key and it would like check it against the server or something. Mm. I don't know. There was Maybe. some sort of checksum yeah. because you could do it if you weren't on the internet. online. Yeah, exactly. So it had to be uh, But if you wanted to play online with people, you had to have a CD key to host a game. But they had this cool viral marketing tactic um, on both of those mm. games. It had what it called a spawn. You could spawn a copy of the game with your CD key mm. onto someone else's computer. So basically, you can install the game with a duplicate license key. Mm. And then that spawn, when you ran it, you could only join online games hosted by the parent CD mm. key. Right, so if right. you own StarCraft, you could go to eight of your friends or seven of your friends mm-hmm. and give out the CD key, and you guys could play a four-on-four local yep. private game of StarCraft. You yep. couldn't play on Battle.net. With randos, yep. no, right? yeah, called those land parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can yeah. Ha- you can have a land party, yeah. and that was the idea of the StarCraft spawn. Was like, mm. and then your friends get hooked, and they go to fucking mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Dillard's exactly. or wherever, yeah, Sears, <laughs> wherever you buy CD. Yeah, not you're Dillard's. playing it like seven in the morning, yeah. and then on Saturday, you know, just like yeah, I, I want to play now. And, yeah, yeah, and and, and <laughs> Joseph's not online. That's so right. I can't use my spawn because his CD is not online. He's the only that can host. So it was very smart. Mm-hmm. What we did was we installed the StarCraft spawn of our CD key mm. on every fucking Machine. iMac yeah. in the <laughs> entire school district. Of course, you never know where you might be. That's right. And so basically from then on, someone could host a game. Mm. Like someone, you know, mm-hmm. it was actually Cody's CD key, mm-hmm. my brother. Mm-hmm. He could host a game. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't matter what building you were in, yeah, what department. Yeah. You know, you might just like be on the the art teacher's computer right. or something like that. <laughs> just like, does that have the spawn on here? Oh, shit, there's a game going. Yeah. And you could just sit down on any computer. It was like having a thin client. Yeah. That's awesome. Except it wasn't. It was that every single machine was a thick to, client. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so yeah. that's that's how we got did you guys leave it just running did you leave something up running somewhere all just to no because it was it was peer-to-peer okay so so someone would host it but it would just host on whoever was running the thing so you didn't have to have a server behind it yeah that's awesome but yeah it was um that was how we got our money's worth out of this like what actually should have been a paid position Mm -hmm. that they probably could have paid someone 20 dollars an hour to do right that's how we felt like we were justified yeah yeah (laughs) Same with like Napster. I installed Napster on everything in the library. Mm-hmm. To me, I just thought that was an extra service. Dude, we had like That's, we had you know, we you. had dual. Yeah. Um, what are they called? Bonded dual bonded T threes. Oh, the whole oh wow! Wow! Yeah, because yeah. I had dial up at home. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so of course I wow. took advantage. I would I just like take a. And... I would take like an external hard drive. Mm. <laughs> Kids, mm. an external hard drive used to be, <laughs> used to be the size. Uh, they used to not fit in your pocket. Used to be so the easily. size of a calculus textbook. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, they don't know what a textbook is either. <laughs> um, yeah, and so something you you know like on on uh, uh, 
Elder Scrolls Online or something yeah. that you've seen on there. It's like that. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a tome of knowledge from, yeah. a, from a fantasy video game that you pay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you've uh, ever seen, uh, you know, it's it's the Necronomicon from uh, mm-hmm. from Army of Darkness. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. It's bound in leather, uh-huh. human leather skin. <laughs> oh, um, God. Yeah, so we would go, we would take advantage of the school for just the bandwidth, you yep. know, bring yep. your hard drive yeah. up there, do your Napster downloading, yep. your Causer, Morpheus, or whatever you were into. Mm. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> hook, up, hook up your SCSI hard You guys remember SCSI hard drives with the cables that yes. you like, had to like physically yes. clip them in? Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a very positive. Yeah. You just don't get the same feeling no. with a USB-C cord. No. When you hooked up a SCSI port and you like locked it in, it was like you were docking with a C-130 yeah, exactly. for a refuel. <laughs> I hadn't you know really thought I mean? about it before, but that's, yeah, I'm always They skeptical. were physically connected. In, you know, yeah. one into here. I don't get the same click. No, metal went only... into metal, and they were bonded the... until you like made a physical intervention with several mechanical facets. Yeah, you know? yeah. The only thing that clicks in now is those GPUs. They clip. I do those that's... clip in now. I haven't. <sighs> this is God, it drives me crazy. I mean, wow. it's the same amount of time yep. since I've clipped a GPU into like a, mm. what used to be a PCI port. I don't yeah. know, is it still PCI? Yeah. Is that what they're yeah. using these days? That's yeah, what I call it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, it was PCI yeah. Express. Yeah. No, yep. I'm yep. not that PCI, old. Yeah, okay? yeah, exactly. But yeah. I don't know if that's no, still what still, they use on motherboards. Yep. All right. But yeah, I mean, last time I did that was in the same era that the, I was reinstalling Windows XP. That, that's kind of, yeah, what blows my mind is that that's still what's being used. But the mm. thing that drives me crazy is that these GPUs now have grown mm. to become these like yeah. six inch wide yeah. fan. I was going to say with six fans on Yeah, it, and then you like well, with liquid got, like, cooler. Yeah. Yeah, like, mm. But then they clip like in machines. and you can't get underneath them to yes. unclip them. I've, I've literally yeah. broken every mm. motherboard uh, clip that I've taken a GPU out of in the past six months, and mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't even I'm not even upset about it anymore. Like at first I was like, why is this so bad? Now I'm just like, oh, I'm putting this one in. When I change it out, I'm gonna break that clip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's what you do? I, you know, it's funny mm-hmm. because that the world has gone this way. Yeah, it's not just motherboards. No, but like I don't know what caused it, but it's mm. basically everyone's just committed to like, I mean, when you're spending like. $2,500 on a pair of GPUs right, right. once a year anyway yeah, because yeah. that's what you have to do to keep up with everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a cost of doing business. What's a couple motherboard clips? Yeah, good God. Upgrade yep. your motherboard. Yeah, 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 of, yeah. Course. yeah. of course. Bro, are you not on a subscription <laughs> service for this? Like, Don't you just pay a monthly fee for computer? Exactly, exactly. You know, oh. I tried the, I tried the um, cloud gaming thing. Oh, yeah. I tried a couple of different services. I, I Google actually, had Stadia, and I was trying that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I didn't know. I guess for I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. I've had Game Pass again. Oh yeah, I, I didn't know. And this you get the, the other Xbox day. Cloud Gaming is all yeah, bundled in yeah. with that. Uh, so yeah. I I did a Flight Simulator the oh, other day over cloud, and uh, and it's it's cool because like while you're that, setting it you up, you can actually you don't need. Latency yeah. in the same way for that, like you do. Right. It's hard to play a, sh- a online shooter. Yes, because you have double oh, yeah. latency. Yeah, exactly. You have your UI's latency, yeah. but then you just have like latency, oh, like you do it. it, it it's it's right. experience detrimental. You yeah. know, latency. Yeah. In this, I didn't notice anything, and no. I I did I I signed. If your turbulence is two hundred milliseconds delayed, yeah. it's still turbulence. Oh, it's funny you bring that up because mm-hmm. like I I had to click the box that was like, nope, don't care about data caps, don't cap my data, send all you got, mm-hmm. right? Because I. I, we have cooperative fiber. I cl- yes, I clicked the uh, I clicked the the button for live 
weather data. Oh yeah. So like while I'm flying uh-huh. out of Houston to to uh, I think I flew to Fort Worth. I had a day just like the actual day mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and had those moments crazy. of kind of pinching myself. Well, like, have you played yeah. it? Have you, have you seen no. what they've done with no. it? So here's, oh my here's God. what else that they've done. They the use... tower communication too was nuts. Cause yeah. thinking about like taking that test and things, it's you know, got it's got live, uh, traffic data. Yeah. You can turn on live yeah. traffic data where the tower comms will That's actually be like, yeah, it, it, it'll call out to you and be like Cessna traffic. You know, 270 degrees, and it'll be an actual airplane that's currently flying. Yeah, and your char- character in the game like responds to the t- to the tower. So the tower says, you know, whatever my tail number is, mm-hmm. like, do you, you know, more or less, do you see this other plane? Do you have and visual then, on this? Yeah, graphic? right. Yeah, right, right, and right. my guys all like, yes, I have visual on the whatever its call number. Well, you know, is. If you play wow. in promo, you turn all that shit off, oh. and air traffic control keeps like radioing you yeah, until, until you go you... in the menus, and you have to like get visual on it. Gotcha. And radio back and yeah, it's hard to do with an Xbox yes. controller. Yeah. If you were playing at a PC, mm. I think it'd be different. Oh, yeah. Here's yeah. the other thing they've done. And, that's... and with like an actual yoke and all that would yeah. be. Oh, yeah. So something that's exceptionally cool. <clears throat> I think one of the best use of this type's technology, very relevant to stuff that we've been working on lately. Mm. So, okay, if you've ever done um, Google Maps, mm. Apple Maps, actually, they did a really good job with it. Um, they were better at it for major metros. Mm. But, like, if you go to, like, you don't even have to go to a major city, just, like, a dense urban area, and they've got sort of 3D models of the buildings. Right. Mm. They've done mm. that with photogrammetry. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. taking mm. aircraft and satellite photos and they're stitching together a 3D model based on parallax. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, this is a, a well developed field of, of computer vision science. Mm-hmm. So they use photogrammetry to basically build rough boxes of the buildings mm. and then they just layer the satellite imagery over it as yeah. a texture. Yeah. And you get this kind of like go, go to your town or the nearest urban center, say more than 50,000 people right now. Mm-hmm. And go to where there's some density and zoom in, and you probably will see this photogrammetric rendering of the satellite maps. It's right. cool. Right. Mm-hmm. In Microsoft Flight Simulator, mm-hmm. the texture it uses to paint the ground is Bing Maps, real satellite imagery with a running on your local machine photogrammetry engine that actually puts boxes around the footprint. It's it's like lower mm. quality than when you zoom right, in. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if you zoom in on downtown Fayetteville, you can see what used to be the Chancellor Hotel. Right. And you mm-hmm. can see the sign on the side of it. Right. And in Microsoft Flight Simulator, you what they've done is they've sort of interpolated the sides, mm. but you're flying in an airplane right. going by at 140 yeah. knots. Yeah. Right. You can't even actually see that level of detail unless you go fly a helicopter out of Drake Field. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I've done many times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what that means is like you can go fly through a city or a town that you know and you will see the buildings. Mm. And they're where they're supposed to be. You can go find your house. That's mm-hmm. crazy. And of course, like the color will be wrong. Right. It's, right. it's basically like yeah. um random seating some of the colors and textures it puts on the houses so it's like it's a wood house or a brick house something like that but the footprint is right and the roof line tends to be right Mm. um and and it's like and it's because it's doing that in real time from satellite imagery you can literally go anywhere on the face of the earth and they've mapped it you know what i mean that's wild. when we were kids we used to think about like oh wouldn't it be cool you play doom but it's in your house right 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 we got wad makers and that's the first thing we did was make your house or something Mm -hmm. like it Mm -hmm. um and this is like that except 
It's exhaustive. Yep. It yep. uses all it of exists. if it has been mapped with satellite imagery, do it. And yeah. it's just a really yeah. cool touch they've added to it. Oh yeah. I never thought I would be geeking out on Microsoft Flight Sim, but it's really good. It's really good. Like I I did I tried it probably back in ninety nine. I was say I maybe? played some of the very old versions. Yeah. You know what was good was the like FA eighteen Hornet. Yeah. Those were like yeah. really good flight sims. Those Microsoft were. Flight Sims sucked. Yeah, no, you the, yeah. The combat ones were my, cool. My buddy had that because like his dad was in uh like the Air National Guard or something like uh yeah. high up in it for you know a career. That's what and I had so, a friend yeah. whose dad was in the Air Reserve mm. and he got us into mm-hmm. flight mm-hmm. sims. Because mm-hmm. we in the Air Reserve. Yeah. 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 Most of your airtime is in the flights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's basically you, doing you got homework. You to set the jet yeah. twice. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Man, I hadn't thought about the eighteen, the F eighteen one in a while. Yeah. So, it, yeah, that's 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 fun. It was. I remember it was so frustrating trying to play that through a keyboard, though, as yeah. as it would be. That, and all those games are like that. Those yeah. intense sim games we have to learn. Because like I remember as a kid pulling up. Either one of those, Flight Sim or F-18 mm. Hornet, and mm. just sitting in the cockpit for like three hours. Yeah. Determined to figure out how to play this game. Yeah, just right. figuring out what the buttons are mapped to. Google it. No. no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? People didn't just Couldn't write about- watch a YouTube video of no, somebody doing it. No, there was no tutorial. It. If yeah. you were lucky, there was an, uh, a magazine edition of GamePro. Mm. Yep. Mm. That go like a writer this. wrote yep. a walkthrough of how yeah. to do that stuff, yeah. but like, or you could find an in-game help menu, or maybe it was yeah. on the CD-ROM if you had the CD-ROM. That was the other thing you put, pop in the disc. There was the installer, but the manual actually might have been a PDF on, yeah, exactly. on the CD-ROM. Yep. Um, yeah, and so you have to figure out. It's just like, oh, I didn't know how to turn off the landing gear. That's Option Shift L. Yeah. <laughs> <For landing. laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah, landing gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm really impressed with like you know stuff like that. Is obviously playing on the Xbox isn't the same, but what I like is like because I've also been playing of Age of Empires two, which I played so much of in in high school, and uh, and they've rewrote it for Xbox, and the interface is actually pretty nice like so there there's like you know if you need to select your villagers you just press the right directional pad if you need your military guys you press the kind of giving you some shortcuts exactly yeah yeah yeah. and then some built-in i use air quotes ai um for like basically economic strategies too Mm -hmm. and I, i was trying to explain this to Alyssa the other day that like you know, I, I was so excited about it because uh, that was the thing about playing those games was, you know, you're you're fighting and you're fighting a war and all of a sudden you're you run out of wood. You can't make any more archers. What happened? Why am I out of wood? I was I was logging it. And then some of your guys are idle because they chopped down the whole all forest the where they gone. were. Yeah. All the yeah. And they can't move like, you know, 20 pixels south yep. to mm-hmm. the next wood. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have to do that. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and so on this, they automatically will look for. Whatever you have told them to prioritize, also oh, like interesting kind of yeah. resource. Yeah. So you you, yeah. you create a manager for them. Exactly. Yeah, it's, like, it's a you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. One yeah. of the it's one of those guys was designated as a manager, yep. as a middle manager and, to go tell them, keeps... let's find more wood. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. You don't do the work. <laughs> no, yeah. Exactly. No. If someone <laughs> asks you a question, uh-huh. then you yeah. ask someone else to answer it. Yeah. Exactly. So there's yeah. So. 
<laughs> so sounds like sounds like they did a good job with you user uh, experience UX yeah. on that, right? Yeah. And you this have reminds to adapt me that when you don't have a full keyboard correct, for a real time exactly, strategy game, yeah. they tried to put Warcraft two mm. on the original Xbox, yeah, mm-hmm. and they didn't adapt the UI. Yeah, at all. and it was it was just you driving a mouse cursor with a thumbstick, which sucks even worse because yeah, with the thumbstick, so you have to go across the screen. <laughs> yeah, know, no, you can't it just was go so and click. You can't go to it. Yeah, click and hold, drag a box, like all that shit. Which reminds me. Like, oh, I, had, go back. Yeah. I had a conversation just last night mm. or two nights ago with a friend. I I'm not the biggest Apple fanboy. Mm. I I don't I like I like Apple products. Like you said, I'm still using the Windows machine at home. I'm I'm looking across the room at him, guys, thinking yeah. like, well, I'm gonna make him turn in his three thousand dollar uh, MacBook. It's true, <laughs> it's true. I Company like it. It's him. nice. He's uh, saying he doesn't hate it, but yes. I don't. You know, I you I don't pull it open no, at man, home. Well, I we use can go get you a fucking Acer piece of <laughs> shit right. from Best Buy. It's fine. No, they're like two hundred ninety nine dollars. It's it's almost Black Friday. I can probably get you a laptop for one hundred fifty bucks. No, that Microsoft tablet. You know, I need that Microsoft. Was it Microsoft? The Surface. The yeah, Surface. That's what it was. Surface is actually a souped up machine yeah mm. anyway mm. but i w- i downloaded mp3s of the mm. wheel of time because i'm gonna i'm listening because mm. i don't yeah. read i don't read books i do listen to audiobooks but i downloaded Ar- archive yeah. archive.org actually has oh, all 13 books yeah. so you can download them all and oh, i downloaded them okay. mp3s and then i put oh them- i haven't found that format i found the other format on there so i went to go put it on my iPhone, mm. and I it would only open up, you know, or it's supposed to open up in the music app. And I was like, mm, I've not heard good things about music. Yeah, the music app is excellent. Oh. It's it's well, you know, really good. They've the, gone really hard on Apple Music. Yeah, as a Spotify, I haven't used it either. I, I yeah no, but I for a either. long time and still to I mean, this I've, day, I've got VLC. I think on here. Yeah. as I look yeah. at my iPhone here. I have some amount of an MP3 library that still goes with me from device to device. Yep. I don't use it. Right. If I want to listen to Tool, I pull it up on Spotify now. It wasn't there for a long time. Yeah. Even yeah. though I have the entire Tool discography. Right there. You know, yeah, I, have exactly. my own, I have my own bespoke yep. copy of the bits I, I, right here. I think if you've been following as long as we have, you just you have to. Yeah. And, you have to have point, it with you. <laughs> at this point, it's nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm not just going to exactly. throw out my collection yeah, or whatever. And it's and so fear, if I try and it's play fear of getting those, cut off later, that right? That does come up in the music app, but it's, it's very rare that I right. see it. Yeah. So what I was impressed with, and I'm going to talk about a specific feature right the 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 best feature was on a particular track so i'm listening to an audiobook right so mm-hmm. 26 to 28 minutes per right. chapter mm-hmm. the it does not have a dot moving across the time track mm-hmm. for it it's just filling the bar and i wanted to go back 10 or 15 seconds and i hit the back button and it goes back to the beginning of the track and i'm like now yeah. I'm annoyed. How yeah. am I going to do this? Because there's no, there's no little bubble for me to move forward and back. Uh, so push and hold, mm-hmm. and rotated my hand accidentally pulling it off, and it moved it. And I was like, oh, so it's just a push hold and just move left or right. Yeah, and it doesn't indic- It doesn't have an indicator, mm. but it doesn't need one because the indicator is the fill of the bar yeah, it's, and it's very it's a, good it's the playhead yes, marker exactly yeah. well, but there's normally no... has a little handle that you grab but it's not there you just touch it anywhere exactly and your thumb beca- it, it usually I think the UI gives like sort of a zoom in indication and not on not not for music it's I don't not think until, yeah. it's not until you touch it 
I don't, like it might do it. Does it do it on music on this I'm one? Gonna, I don't see what think. it does. I'm gonna see tell what it does me, right tell now. me if it does or not. Yeah, because I don't remember it zooming in even, and it could be that I didn't even pay attention enough to mm. attention. All I know is that it was good because I, mm. it was intuitive and it was. Apple's very upset. It cannot face ID me with a microphone in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about hey. your security. Yeah. That's right. We're trying That's to right. Somebody's breaking in here. We're trying to record your face movements for AI, and you got a, something in the way. Yeah. We're, so we're not going to let you use your phone. You don't get to. You don't you train the don't models. Get to. You don't get the service. That's right. Yep. That's right. <laughs> You're in your truck right now, and it's too bright behind you. Mm. No, we don't you don't get you to. Yeah. No. Yeah. Recenter your face right here in the middle of the console instead. They may not be using Sam. Yeah. That's right. Probably not. All right, I'm going <laughs> uh, to mute this so it doesn't play too loud. But that's we what don't I'm, want to get a copyright deep. strike on yeah. this episode. Yeah. No, well, there is a slight zoom. Is there a slight zoom? That's what I, I honestly. Well, that was the, um, you know it what? could be. That's one of the. That's actually an indicator of how good it is, right? That I'm not even. That playing. was. You know what though? That was uh, actually that's the volume slider. Mm. So if I got stuff playing. Sorry, I'm making noise over here trying to get my phone up too. I don't actually. I don't have a playback indicator. Oh. I, and with it muted, I don't even know if it's playing, except that the pause button's highlighted. But all I've got is the... Is it playing music? It is playing music. Hmm. Can you no, you're right. It does zoom. Watch. Alan. Well, I've got a privacy screen on mine. So oh, yeah. The, the bar expands. I can you're see right. it here. I can see it from the home yeah, screen. It does. It does. You're right. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, it's see? very subtle. Oh, very, yeah. It's very subtle. It's a tiny zoom. Gotcha. And... Wow. And it, and again, I'll say that about it, right? That's YouTube from a does user. a really good job yeah. on this on their f- mobile apps because mm. it zooms mm. like that, but it actually pulls up a very tiny circular thumbnail. Yes. of that point. Yes. Yeah. So you can do yeah. a visual scrub. Agreed. As you're scrubbing with your thumb, mm-hmm. and that's what Smart. I kind of expected was a, a bubble mm-hmm. to pop or something, and mm-hmm. it didn't. I I really liked the way that they did it. I was impressed. I which, like I said, not an Apple fanboy, but I was actually impressed. And I said, I actually started. I told friends about it. I was like, hey, this is a good example. Anyone that, like, you don't have to be an Apple fanboy to appreciate that. Anyone who, like, tries to claim that Apple doesn't have great user experience is just being an asshole. That, yeah, Yeah. just trying to be. Full, full on. You can not like it for a lot of reasons, but to say that they're bad at UI is just like, oh, okay, yeah, and the Nike swoosh isn't good design. Right, no, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Says you. Yeah. Says you You, uh, didn't get paid a billion dollars on that fucking brand. Correct. You know? (laughs) Like, yeah. So, I... And I'm going to hard jump to I because I've been meaning to ask you this, and this, this is what I wanted to. I was going to start with, but we got going in the middle, and so we, we, we got lots of content. Up. Which we're, is great. we're 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 thirty minutes Man, into this yeah. bad boy, yeah. so just to kick we're, us off, which is right on time to get into the topic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's actually pre-topic anyway. But uh, podcast, did you listen? You listened to that the. The one that I recommended of the it's like oh, the fall, yeah, yeah. fall yeah. civilizations I think yes. or whatever yeah you, at first you, I thought he was going to ask if I listened to my own podcast oh no we don't no. listen to Super that no. never yeah. nope uh-uh. <laughs> no. oh man I probably like listened to like uh, earnestly minute to minute the first like ten episodes <laughs> right. yeah yeah but that was years ago yeah, years it was. ago it was like one thirty five wow yeah. and yeah, we were yeah. editing them. 
back then. Dude. I was on all of those episodes. Yeah. I was just listening to myself talk. And I was still, <laughs> oh, was, it still had the novelty. I remember taking a road trip, and mm. Paige was with me, and Paige hadn't heard it, and so she was in the mm. car. Mm. We were laughing because, you know, mm. I mean, if you listen to the show, <laughs> you do it because you like it. We're yeah. fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's entertainment. We're cracking yeah. ourselves up. But I did end up on that trip going through a drive through somewhere, not thinking about it. And like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the drive through person was like, this dude's talking to me, but I'm pretty sure he's listening Listen to, himself. <laughs> to himself talk on like there's a dude there's the radios going and they sound the same yeah. <laughs> is he famous Am uh-huh. I supposed to, you know, uh, yeah. should I know this famous dude? or is he just weird yeah. and I'm like it's kinda neither <laughs> <laughs> and maybe both yeah. no I'm definitely more weird than famous that's for sure yeah <laughs> Oh man! All right. No, I just was but curious. But yes, podcast yes. If you yeah. listen to, oh yeah, I didn't know if I. I've I, um. Yeah, long. yeah. I've uh. I've listened to two the uh the Roman Britain and the uh, which is a Bronze good one. Age. That's I a really, really good one. one. And the Bronze Age. I want to Those are two the, of my favorites. I want to listen to those again. Yeah, the other stuff looks interesting. Too. The uh, yeah. There are a couple more that are really excellent as mm-hmm. well, though. And I like, but again, they are very long. They're like two hours. Yeah. I like Long, the format, just like of it wow. and everything. You gotta be paying attention. That. Anyway, yeah. Well, that's why I I I kind of put, so I put the Roman one on in the background and then caught stuff here and there, mm-hmm. and that's where I want to go through and listen to it again. But I like that. I like that. Yeah, you know, I know you like that genre. What podcast are you listening to? Uh, I listen to a lot of um, boring kind of businessy stuff. Honestly, okay. when I'm pod, there's um. There are a couple of I say businessy, um, they, well yeah they tend to be on that side. But I'll tell you one that's good is that um, DHH and Jason Freed from Basecamp started mm-hmm. doing a podcast mm-hmm. probably a couple years ago. I only recently started listening to it. But if you've ever read Rework, right, which is like essentially a collection of blog posts, yep. it's like the audio version of that where those yep. two sit mm-hmm. and go mm-hmm. and like DHH is is. Ah, polarizing is too strong of a word. He's an opinionated dude. He's the creator of uh, Ruby on Rails, if you're yeah. not familiar. He had opinions. Um, he does. And like one of his really strong opinions right now is um, leaving the cloud and mm. going back to. Oh, yeah. I, I read a blog post that he had posted about that. Well, they've that. cut Basecamp's yeah. costs by like 75% by mm. doing it. Mm-hmm. The flip side of that is like, yeah, but there's an innovation cost. Like Basecamp's a 20 year old product that. Its needs are extremely well understood, right? Yeah. So you can afford to have a five-year yeah. horizon on your servers. Yeah, exactly. Whereas when you're building yeah. a product from scratch, the cloud has completely changed your ability yeah. to just be like, "Oh, that was the wrong instance type. Yeah, tear it down, put up a new one. Yeah. Oh, we need a GPU for that. Shit, wow. I didn't even think about it. I'll have one going, in five minutes. And, yeah. The, and yeah, and you don't have a, a ops person going like, "What do you mean?" We just bought $50,000 worth of servers. What do yeah, you mean? exactly right. You wrote this all for ARM architecture. <laughs> right. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's yeah. they, they kind of, those two have lost their perspective yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, a little bias. Uh, there, but yeah. it's actually still a really good uh, show about the business side. They talk a lot about the business side of running engineering teams mm. from both a product perspective and like how you run product teams. And like I've learned some really interesting stuff. At Basecamp, they all teams are like teams of three, period, full stop. Now, they might have 10 teams of three working on different features within Basecamp, right. but they never do a team bigger than three, and it's mm. usually like two developers and a designer. Hmm. 
Interesting. And then there might be a product manager that's kind of overseeing a few teams. Right. But the developers and designers have a ton of autonomy to set their own schedule. They don't do agile. They don't believe in that shit. <laughs> they don't believe in estimating. But that's because they have everyone come up with proposals for what they're going to work on. Right. They go through a voting process on the proposals, and they simply don't let you go for very long. It's like, you don't, yeah. their, their philosophy, now they're not client facing. Right. Right. Being right. able to estimate your work in a client facing environment, you know, you can hate estimation all you want, but if the client says, how much is this going to cost? And you say, I don't know. Yep. You don't get to do the work. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You don't get the project. Oh, that's, that's, you can, you can, and you can die on your philosophical hill about it. And, and that's and, you know you cons- will you cons- will lose to the person who gets the money. Construction know? has that same totally paradigm. You know that's yeah. just the way that is. Yeah. But but that's what they do is they do two or three person teams. Right. Don't estimate the work because you're going to be done with this entire project from top to bottom in six weeks maximum. And that right. is what they do. They have kind of a rolling six week project yeah. schedule with them. Well, it's and very it's very slick. We could never get away from it. Get away with it in the client services. Mm-hmm. Ref, it's reflective of yeah. of the maturity of their product again, right? There's and a lot of and that's kind of what they're they, talking they about. They know what fine. they're doing. Yeah. Their products mature, mm-hmm. they're making money, they're not trying to figure the same things out. They right. they can just walk confidently in the dark cuz they know what's going to happen. Yep. You yeah. know, if you're doing something for the first time, just being like, six weeks from now, these teams will have finished something and we'll work on something else. People are like, I'm not buying that. Yeah. I need to know that all this shit's going to be done by this date, you know? Yeah. It, I can trust Usain Bolt on, he is, you know, a, a, <laughs> He's a very fast runner. Very good runner. Mm-hmm. And I can trust him on anything about his sprints, right? Yeah. But if you were if I were to ask him about discus throwing, his answers wouldn't necessarily be right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just because That's you're a very good point. You're an Olympic just because you're an Olympic athlete does mm-hmm. not mean you are good at every Olympic you know mm-hmm. uh course and that's my that's that's the thing is that like they're talking on a very specific product mm-hmm. and i'm good with that and i trust them and they're right they, they get they get to say I, we can prove it all right also i'm gonna say i think you should listen to it though i will because yeah. i think you can hear it the right way yeah because mm-hmm. the thing that i take from it is i go like well yeah that works at base camp yeah but there's a nugget of that and it's like well that's mm-hmm. interesting yes because like right. that's the thing is like we couldn't do it the same way they do it, but the philosophy of like an entire team is just three people. Yep. We have to package that up and sell it in a different way. Right. But that could be very much. In fact, in a lot of ways, it is what we've done here. Yeah. We've always had pretty small dev teams mm-hmm. Agreed. on projects. You know, We yeah. always know that when they get larger, that, they're, that there's a lot of efficiency yeah. that yeah. gets yeah. lost. And, and I'll also say about it, there's this other nugget around autonomy that they are, that, that they're that from what you just told me that they're driving at. That's really important. That I actually really appreciate on some of the current work that we've got right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, I, I feel like we've been a very a big part of establishing process that allows some of that autonomy to take place that was not there prior to our engagement in that particular way, mm-hmm. and. That is going really well. Is it because I'm in there going, fuck you, I'm going to do what I want? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a couple of reasons I can think of. There's a couple of reasons I can think of. Um, and, I, but that, that, again, that's another nugget that you can take from that, right? That, mm-hmm. Again, a, autonomous 
autonomous individuals collaborating as a team. So you can say that is highly dependent on the individual. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And that's another thing I'll say is when they were talking about like some, I think they were given an arbitrary example. Jason and and uh, David, they were um, looking at some service and they were talking about how the cost scale and stuff like that and recurring service fees. They're not big fans of it. And um, he was given an example of something, and he was like, that's like $80,000 a year. And he goes like, that's like half of a junior developer. I know. that's." And I was like, I heard that, and I was like, in my mind, I was like, wait a minute. Half of a, does a, what? Well, fuck, man. If you can afford to pay 170 grand a year for a junior, junior dev, dev, yeah. I mean, you probably do have the best of the best, <laughs> and you can yeah. rely pretty heavily on autonomy because they're like a multi-generational mm-hmm. engineer that was top of their class. And then I was like, oh, yeah, because it's base camp. Right, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, if you can hire yeah. literally any... Well, if you have the ability to hire the absolute best of the best, how you run an organization is very differently. Correct. Yeah. And, yeah. like, is you know, I, I give my favorite example of a company having to contend with mediocrity is State Farm. And I don't mean your local State Farm insurance. I'm talking about corporate State Farm. Yep. Okay? Probably, I haven't looked this up, I bet they have 40,000 employees. Okay. You think they're all A players? <laughs> you think you can find, do you think you can find 40,000 human beings <laughs> who were like top of their class and said, and you go to them and say, what do you want to do? And they're like, I want to go work for State Farm. Right. No, they got 40,000 yeah. fucking like B minus, C plus people. Reminds me of cooking at Cracker Barrel where they'd treat that. We'd have to go watch the mm-hmm. instructional videos and they'd treat us like we were college graduates. Uh, like this ain't cordon blue nothing. I didn't yeah. they right. grow up and go, I'm gonna work at Cracker Barrel. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like the that's the that's the reality of that is yes. like yeah. that doesn't mean that they can't run a functioning yes. one of the top insurance companies. That's, that is fair. Right. Love yeah. them or hate them or whatever, hate insurance but companies. Su- successful. But like from yeah. a can you build an organization that functions standpoint Mm -hmm. you totally can Mm -hmm. but managing all of the (laughs) managing all of the uh uh what's his name the khakis guy Mm. i lost it i don't know man he's he's uh jake yeah managing all the man on invincible yeah yeah managing all the jakes at state farm is a completely different organization than managing the exceptional people at, I don't know, name your name your top t- at mm. Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Right on the engineering organization of Netflix. Mm. These aren't State Farm people. Right. No. Sorry, <laughs> State Farm people. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. Yeah. Yep. I'm not saying there's not some. There's not a couple of good people, but you get right. my point, right? Yeah. 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 Um. And so yeah, when you when you can afford to not just financially afford, but if you can financially afford it, usually also affords you the luxury of being choosy. Right. Right. Yes, exactly. If you can afford to be that choosy, that's the real determining factor. Mm. You run a totally different organization because mm. you're staffing it with a totally different type of people that need a totally, I'm not saying good, bad, or indifferent, but it is a different style of management mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for yep. those people. And yep. for them, they can afford to hire juniors so good that they're worth 170 grand a year. And uh, they can 
work on a pair with two or three people and run a project without a project manager. And, Good and for them. Right. They can write a proposal without mm-hmm. going to the project manager and saying, mm-hmm. like, oh, this, is, this blog post is hard. How do mm-hmm. I do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to write things on the paper. Or, what am I or doing this? <laughs> they can write, yeah, proposals mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Words that are meant to be read. I, yeah. would say. I will tell you on 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 our uh, on our very active project at the moment, mm. of which the three of us are all very direct individual contributors on this. Mm. Um, I am loving the culture mm. that has emerged from it, in which everyone. I mean, it was it's it's been my dream of how communication flows in the organization for a long time mm. of people writing mm. long form documentation. Mm. Yep, mm-hmm. and yeah. like using written word and mm. process and systems to like realize ideas and win people to their position and point of view. Mm. And it's not just people sitting around going like, what's my card? What's my ticket? Yep. Yeah. It's people going like, I prepared a 10 point slide deck on why this should be the next thing we're working on. And here's the evidence for why it's important. And yep. it's like, fuck yeah. yeah. That's how good shit gets done. Yep. 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 And how'd you get, how'd you, what'd you do yesterday? Well, I paired with that person because they sent out a slide deck that looked really good and I thought it might work. I was like, with I want to work thing. on that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. cool. Cool. <laughs> Put a card in there. You want, you know, if we, we'll, we'll track velocity. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. I got a, we just solved a problem. I don't, yeah. Two points. Cool. Joseph, I think yeah, we've gone yeah. another 15 minutes without letting you get to what the topic of the episode is. You know, yeah, that was a pre-topic. We, like, well, and that's fine. You, <laughs> asked, me what po- you asked me what podcast I was listening to, and yeah. that was and, that one, and, and here we are. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> so, I respect you reining that back in. I, well, I, we, we had what we were thinking about, at least. These are the ones you know that I dropped in there, and we've been thinking about. You mentioned, I think we had talked last time about some Bluetooth and, and storage buffers. We had some some interesting oh, yeah. conversations about that. Ooh, um, I need to write them a response to that. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask you I'll if you had that for Monday. Yeah, that seemed very specific, mm-hmm. uh, a very specific topic. And then, mm-hmm. well, and and we've been thinking about mesh Wi-Fi networks. Mm-hmm. Also couple, specific. A couple of reasons for that as well. That's what's interesting to me about uh, the things on this list, right? They were thinking about async processing, mm. some celery workers, mm. things mm. like that. And I, and then I've been talking a little bit about compute limits. Mm-hmm. Mac or MacBook Pros, mm. but also EC2, the C6 instances, and then also just in general, ARM processors and what's happening there. Yeah. Uh, these are all things, again, mm. we've been thinking about Oh, that's about good, yeah. No, these co- are all... Mm-hmm. Colab has its limits, too. Ex- mm-hmm. Yeah, correct, right? These are all <laughs> things that are somewhat disparate but then also we're like oh we're touching those all in different mm. ways mm-hmm. i'm i'm most interested personally right now in in the idea of prototyping we mm-hmm. we've got all of these things we have enough of a knowledge base for mm. and we also have some very clear use cases in front of us about them mm-hmm. and I think it'd be great to open up a little shop and and actually prototype some hardware mm-hmm. with some of this cool stuff, mm-hmm. um, specifically a, a a drone or something that might mm-hmm. have a hardware a piece of hardware like a Jetson or something mm. doing ed, edge processing. But mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. does it really mm-hmm. need to be mm. processing that much? Right? Well, there's a lot of it that 
we can send to the cloud. We can process. We're processing everything once it hits the cloud, right? But we can do it quick. I was trying to explain that to someone today. Yeah, exactly. Edge computing, should we? And it's like, Uh, well, I mean, do you need to get an answer before it leaves the device? Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, because that's where, like, the the primary value is, although Mm. there is the hybrid. You know, I think it was, um, they certainly didn't invent edge computing, but they got a ton of press about it when they did it, when Chick-fil-A started deploying oh, Kubernetes yeah. clusters to the individual stores. Yeah. Hmm. I think now, of course, if you're a Chick-fil-A manager, you don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah, yeah no. correct. Or anything about it, yeah. corporate sent a rack server yeah. that you plug in and turn on and yeah. IT remotes into and says, okay, it's good, don't touch it. Hmm. But what it is is like they're actually putting um, a virtual box with some, you know, that can deploy virtual machines, multiple cores, running Kubernetes clusters on it. And that's letting them deploy services Mm -hmm. to a cluster at the store. Mm -hmm. And that is, I don't know exactly what they're doing. I have to go dig up the article to figure out what it was. But I would imagine it's things like inventory and accounting systems Mm -hmm. that are shadowed to the cloud. But so like, if the internet goes down, the registers stay up. Yeah. Right, right. Right. So like, so think of it that way, like a digital twin. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Or right. like a device shadow is more the more appropriate uh, thing. Yeah. Like an offline mode on your phone, yep. in which instead of talking to the corporate backend services and reading and writing to it, you're reading and writing to the local cluster. Which right. can sync up later. Which can sync up later when it comes back online. Yeah. Um, and also then like they're distributing honestly like the electricity costs to the franchise owners. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know if Chick-fil-A in themselves is a franchise model, but say you were a it franchise. Is. Yeah. Mm. So it's it, that makes sense. Mm. Um, mm. Yes. Because mm. there's a lot of people building a lot of sovereign <laughs> sovereign wealth in that world. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so like you can run uh so think about it that way you're mm. it's like when we it's the it's the same paradigm as when we start moving like processing to the front end we're mm-hmm. like ah i'm gonna use your cpu right yeah because that's gonna help us out a lot if i can use a million little or cpus your GPU. or your you gpu know, that, yeah yeah i'm gonna put this npm module that uh fucking uses webgl to mine bitcoin <laughs> um <laughs> you know yeah. but that makes sense if, if if the problem is to look at a whole bunch of points mm-hmm. you know maybe yeah maybe i put that on the front end and that's kind of to the point of like edge computing makes sense if if it makes sense like yeah. otherwise it's a it just novelty. really depends on the use case yeah and i don't know maybe that is just a different flavor of when you need the answer locally mm. right because mm. in that example you're asking a question of the invoicing system mm-hmm. that you get a local answer to even if you haven't talked yeah. to the cloud yeah. yet. Yeah. So maybe that is just a different way of expressing it, but I think mm-hmm. of them as two different things. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to say, have your camera that otherwise sends the images to AWS, a server processes the image and it comes back and it says dog or intruder mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. a device in the house that, that looks at the image and says dog or intruder and immediately yes. it never leaves you get the answer much much faster mm-hmm. less latency you don't right. have the engineering challenges of centralizing all of that processing right you just make someone buy the home base that goes with your product yeah and now you have edge computing mm-hmm. I, I see that as a different thing than deploying like edge services that shadow the mm. cloud services. Yeah. I see those as two yeah. different use cases. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those are the two main ones. And mm-hmm. like they're both applicable, um, particularly to like the stuff we're doing with drones and stuff. Yep. DJI Doc, you can put uh, NVIDIA Jetson 
in the case. Is it NVIDIA that makes Jetson? Yes, it is. And, you and can put it Jetson in the is case. just one of the newer ones. They've got a couple yeah. other ones that we... I, from what from the compute, the amount of compute we need, that's... Mm. It, it, you, you buy the newest thing, but it doesn't... You don't need I it. I think for the drone, the yeah. obvious solution is like, cool, real-time local image processing of the photos that the drone took without yep. sending it to the cloud. That's like the most like direct, straightforward, yep. you know... It's not boneheaded because it's it's very smart and, and sophisticated. But like, if you're trying to think of how would I use this Jetson, Correct. that would be the caveman swinging it with a club, like yeah. process image on device, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I can think of a lot of different things that are more like the Chick Fil A model, mm-hmm. where it's like you yeah. deploy local copies of the cloud API, so that the stuff there, running locally, stuff running locally can react to it mm-hmm. and confidently. Say, for example, say if you took your drone out into a very, very rural area mm. that doesn't have a mm. uh, Wi-Fi connection, mm-hmm. right? That like mm-hmm. you can just have it treating as though it's on the cloud and then it comes back and syncs later. And yeah. maybe that sync process is like you plug a cord in and it's super fucking fast. Right. Instead of trying to send that shit over 4G <laughs> modem. Correct. Or Correct. a flaky ass Starlink. I actually yeah. love my Starlink, but... Either yeah. way, but yeah. It, it You know... <laughs> Using it as a substitute for hardwired internet in an industrial application is mm. turning out to be a bit tricky. <laughs> right. <laughs> as long as your warehouse Indeed. has a clear view of the northern sky. <laughs> exactly. We're great. And is tolerant so. of outages every four net four point eight minutes. Yeah. 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 So this is where I you know, I'm a, another piece this edge computing mm. piece has also been running around in my brain. We've talked a little bit about it, is that a friend working in a startup that I'm not gonna name because i don't know that i should or not and Mm -hmm. um Mm. but he was telling me only fans yeah Mm. right that's it um and (laughs) (laughs) he but he had mentioned to me some edge computing Mm. and using a different other than like mqtt Mm. using a different one Mm -hmm. uh, a different protocol nats yeah Yeah, exactly Um, and and i so i started looking at some of the more recent edge computing Mm. you know Distributions that they've got. There's some really interesting mm. and cool stuff out there. All that IoT and also, flavored kind of stuff is really, really interesting. Yeah, mm. exactly. You know, I don't know if you know this, but um, uh, Amazon API gateways mm-hmm. have a MQTT specific version. Uh-huh. Kind of like in the same way that you can have an ELB. Oh, that makes sense. An for, ELB for that's a network lo- load balancer versus an application yeah, load balancer. Yeah. The API gateways can be HTTP or they can ah. be MQTT. That's interesting. So you can use like an SQS bucket oh, and lam- behind it. And Lambda. And Lambda. You can Correct. Put, plug Lambda right into the MQTT. Mm-hmm. It can just respond. Yep. It can respond to your little IP webcam or whatever is MQTT in mm-hmm. for you. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty slick. That is cool. I think you can do it with Chalice. Where you used to be able to do it with Chalice. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if Chalice is still a thing. Yeah, is I Chalice know. still around? I, I I didn't use it most recently. AWS on, Chalice for the uninitiated. It was a, like uh, Elastic Beanstalk, but for deploying Lambda backends with an API gateway in front yeah, of it. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Push a commit and get a functioning web service, except it was all serverless instead mm. of EC2-based. It was Lambda-based. And also, like, your local development was kind of handled for you. So recently, yeah. we've been working with Lambda... And we're using a custom Docker container to do that. Um, mostly Dude, when they changed it where you could deploy <sighs> your own Docker images to Lambda, it's fucking life. Yeah, I know. The, the, yeah. Uh, the meme of the head exploding. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like the way you put it. Yeah. Alan was like, I like to think this is just 
how things go when you ask if you can borrow Jeff Bezos' computer for a few minutes. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. It's true. true. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it feels like. Just I just need to put this one Python function over there. Just run it. It's like, hey, I need to process thousand, this thing. A thousand how long times that, at the same time. How long time? does that take? Two yeah. seconds. Yeah. All right, cool. You can do it. It's like, what if I didn't do ten thousand? How long would that take? And they'll be like. Two seconds. Two seconds. Isn't that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty mind-blowing. And, and then to be able to have that much customization over, you know, even the operating system that you're running underneath it, which was a big question for me for a long time, because um, a lot of our tooling is bespoke, uses GDAL and, you know, various tools like that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so there's a lot of dependencies that are outside of, Python, scikit-learn stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. that's Python, but still, but still, that's not the kind of stuff that comes in a you know not a, a yeah. rolled for you Python environment. Right. That's not the shit Scale that comes my in thumbnail. there when you fucking use the <laughs> yeah. the Heroku Python build pack. You don't get fucking NumPy. Yeah. Exactly. Well, actually, you might these yeah. days, but yeah. Yeah, but but the the thing is like with with Chalice, if that's still a thing and everything is is the um, still a thing. Okay, oh, that's what cool. I was looking. That makes yeah. sense. Here. Um, because I that was the biggest song and dance to do that I, I still need to document somewhere for anyone else that ever wants to re replicate oh, this. Important is, important information about Chalice for our audience is yeah. that yeah, it's everything I said it was uh -huh. like Elastic Beanstalk for serverless web yeah. frameworks in the flavor of Flask. Yes. It's written in Python yeah. and it's Chalice. Uses as a decorator, I think, even you for the route. Decorate a function and, for the route yeah. and gets a request object. Yeah. So sorry. That yeah. Was, yeah. No. I, and, I think our and, audience would appreciate that. Yeah. Absolutely. And and it um, basically handles the local Lambda interfacing for you. Mm -hmm. So to to run this custom Docker Lambda, I had to download some stuff, put it into place on my local machine, and put together a bash script to run Docker with some other commands and things and points it to this file location that it mounts to uh, a directory running in the Docker container and basically emulates the, the interface around the Lambda mm -hmm. itself so that I can throw HTTP requests at it Interesting. And, and pretend that's a S3 bucket local. Right, mm -hmm. right, yeah. right. But in in the wild, that you know, that's how sophisticated that is. I just go to the UI and I go, yeah, no, I want this anything uploaded to this bucket to this directory within this bucket to trigger this lambda, mm -hmm. and then pass that on to that lambda. Interesting. Lambda, why lambda? Mm -hmm. yeah. Lambda. Lambda's triggering the lambdas. Oh, is that lambda? Yeah, lambda's on right lambda. Right to an SQSQ yeah. and have another lambda subscribing to that. That's you can make that as complicated as you want. Yeah. The reason, honestly. Yeah. I know. I was I was experimenting with a Urbos. Ur I can't say that. Joseph, can you say that? You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking can't about. Can't even get close enough. Anyone knows what I'm talking about. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know what you're talking yeah, about because you they, told me earlier. They, yes, exactly. Urbos, uh, I think is how you say it. The snake eating its own tail. Yeah. Oh, I don't know the correct way to say it either. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, this uh, is the problem with those of us that read. hundred <laughs> percent, right? But don't yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I aren't yeah. able to talk about it with others. No, I've, I've, you know, I've read things that you need like a Strong's concordance to translate Greek to Correct. things, yep. but like, mm -hmm. yep, don't, uh, don't actually know how to say it out yeah. loud. 
No, that's right. Although Eurobos though is how because it's like O yeah. Ouroboros. Yeah, because yeah. I was I was exp- I was spelling it with an E. Uh, and uh, yeah, when you search Eurobros, yeah, <laughs> Eurobros, yeah, you get yeah. some real skanky shit. Yeah, you do. Uh, but that's closer. That's to... how you find your friends work over in OnlyFans. Yeah, uh, yeah I did. Or Ouroboros. 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 Yeah. I was leaving out an Oro. I think in there. Ancient symbol depicting a serpent or dragon eating its mm. own tail. Yeah. So you can have your lamb defeat its own self. I try. don't know what disaster that creates yet, but. Yep. Might, might. Oh, I want to use that. That ne- that needs to be like startup branding. Look uh, at this like really simplified iconography version of it. Oh, oh that's like, good. Use that as a product logo called Ouroboros. Oh, like, yeah, I didn't yeah. even see it at first, but then, uh, yeah. I think that's what I'm going to name my mm. data warehouse for mm. LiDAR data. Yeah. There you go. Yep. It's good. It consumes a, itself. Mm-hmm. Just a big, giant Rube Goldberg Just device of processing layers. Consuming <laughs> itself. Mm-hmm. And shitting out better data. And apparently, you, <laughs> you know uh, the the this imagery of the Ouroboros is used in a lot of times with like as a as a frame sort of mm-hmm. for. Um, apparently, look at this. This was the Ouroboros was inspiration for uh, August Kikui. Mm. He was a German chemist. Mm. Who figured out the structure of benzene? Hmm. Which, when you look at it, it's a ring of carbon oh, atoms surrounded by hydrogen yeah, atoms. He was yeah. trying to figure out how all those atoms would come together and how they would actually ah, structure yeah. in a world where you couldn't really do it other than just like imagine imagining it. He yeah. had a dream about an Ouroboros, and he said, "That's it." <laughs> nice. That was his eureka moment. Yeah. Oh. Kids, we also used to have imaginations before yes. TikTok. Yeah. Well, you so. have a, yeah, we yeah, imaginations that just yeah. cause you pay a subscription fee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Disney Plus, man. Uh, and YouTube, got, and yeah, it's got all of our superhero dreams we, just rolled up into yeah, one exactly. little package. We pay someone mm-hmm. to make the imagination that is the same plot line as every other imagination mm-hmm. that has ever happened before. Yep. It's the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, as it were. Yeah, yeah. some sometimes people are able to. You know, embellish that a little mm, further. That's then true. You have Some JJ, better than others. JJ Abrams, who's being like, "All right, <clears throat> we're gonna start a new Star Wars trilogy." That's right. I don't think he wrote all of them, but yeah, no, still, it's just like, no, yeah. "What are we gonna do?" First movie. I'm thinking big round planetoid <laughs> weapon. Okay, brown planet. Yeah, it's got to be sand. I blow it up. Yeah, sand. Gotta be sand. Gotta but be but not Tatooine. We've yeah. already been there. Young person that doesn't know they're a Jedi yet. And um, they can't know their parents. They can't doesn't be blonde. Know their parents. They can't be blonde and they can't be male. Yep. That's all I know about now, that. Now the character. thing is now we gotta change things up so they'll leave the planet on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> they gotta leave. Uh, that on I, the they gotta Falcon. leave on the Millennium Falcon. No one will see That's it coming. The only reason mm-hmm. I'm making this movie mm-hmm. is for that scene. Second movie. They go, they retreat to a base, okay? To hide from the bad guys. I can't even remember the second one. The first one. You're I w- gonna think it's an ice planet when it's actually a salt planet. Oh, that one. Yeah, with with red underneath. Yeah. yeah it's- and the the bad guys are gonna come for him, but this time we're gonna put them in walkers. Mm. You, no one's gonna see it coming. No one. Mm. And in the third one, you fight the emperor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new trilogy. Yeah. 
You're oh. gonna love it. So new. If if you were born yesterday, uh-huh. uh huh. I don't even know which one we're talking about. I haven't seen. I, you haven't not, seen I don't keep up. I'm not missing too much. I mean, yeah. I wa- you know in the seven. I enjoyed them. By I the way, I did too. Yeah. I did. Is too. this the w- w- which one are we? Uh, the, the the Skywalker show. The new ones. The yeah. new new ones. There's a new Skywalker. No, no, no! Like, no, um, uh, uh, it's the last three. You I know, guess Ray you would say, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. Episode seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. They're not go. new. They're not that new. No, at this not point. anymore. But to us, they're new. The the the, the main canon trilogy that came out in the last decade. Yeah. Got it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Because they make so many now. I haven't. I think I did. I haven't caught up with Ahsoka yet. Well, because I think they started. Even started on that. They started that one, but then they were doing like. Mid do, mid releases they, they in between of like Rogue One years, and all that stuff. Every two yeah. years they did a canon movie, and then in between they did Rogue One and yeah. Solo yeah. and Kenobi. And I got, and, I uh, just got lost, and it's yeah, I mean it's my fault. My database brain works for lots of stuff. Have you seen Rogue One though? Rogue One's good. Yeah. Rogue One's good. I I it's think so I saw good. it in the theater, but I mm. we saw it in theaters. I did too. Um, it was a it was a New Year's Eve movie for what, us. What year? Henry was one. one. It would have been December 2017. That's Mm. what I'm going with. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going with. Sounds about right. It says release Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It says 2016, but I, you know, you never know. No, that could be, yeah. It could have been that it was like 20. I don't know. It could have been that that's telling when it went. I don't know. Maybe that's when they started production on it. Yeah, I don't have any idea. Henry was a baby, and he was definitely mm. had been born when we saw it in theaters. So that, I guess it could have been a different Star Wars movie. Well, though. even 2016, I mean, that could have bled on into is that the new year. Jin, no, Jin Erso. Jin Erso, Cassian, Cassian Andor. Um, maybe we saw the second. When was when mm. did The Force Awakens, or not The Force Awakens, what was the second one called? Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, I think. I think. Or is that or the, is third, that the one? third one? Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, no, I, I just, oh god, it's like I have a goddamn computer yeah, in front of me with brought the it in here even for that gigabit that. symmetrical fiber, and I'm going like, does anyone know? <laughs> does anyone remember anything? I was trying to do <laughs> edge computing. Okay. Yeah, that's that was it. Uh-huh. They did that Andor show recently. Yeah, I, I guess that's his that. backstory or something yep. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off of off of. No, the last Jedi was the second one. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then Jedi. Rise of Skywalker, because at the end, they're like, who are December you? December 15th, like, 2017. I saw The Last Jedi mm. in theaters is the time that I was oh, seeing okay. it. Yeah. I'm sorry. There was That's like totally esoteric to my own mental context. <laughs> I don't it, know if I've said this before, but the way my memory works is associative. Mm. I remember dates and stuff. Like mm. I rem- I group things together based on like what was happening to me at the time. Mm. So yeah. I'll mix up bands that are from different genres, mm. but it's because like I heard mm. that album in the same week and mm. I remember the mood I was in. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know right, what I mean? Yep, and yep. this particular one was like, no, we went and saw Star Wars mm. and we left Henry at his grandparents. Mm. We came home mm. and been crying the whole time. Mm. He was an infant. We're like, how long they let him cry they just slept through it <laughs> has he been crying for three hours we didn't know yeah. Yeah. but that was when we went to see the last time. ah technically i'm that's... sure i saw rogue one in theaters too i just don't remember where that yeah. one wasn't memorable enough of didn't a have experience. an event to that must have been it, at the yeah. razorback malco and just on a thursday night or something mm. uh mm. great movie my okay. f- might be my favorite star wars movie it's yeah it's quite good i really love it cool. so much and henry is super into star wars 
and he's finished all of the the yeah. main nine mm. trilogy, and so he wants to get in the side movie. He's like, Dad, let's watch Star Wars. And I was like, Oh, let's watch Rogue One. It's so good. I love it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I sit down and watch it with him, and I realize like this movie is not for a six year old. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. That's the one I feel it's like. It's a it's a war movie. Yes. Yep. It's a, it's Star Wars saving Private Ryan. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, oh, uh, yeah. I, I didn't forgot. It's not as gory, no, or right, visceral right, right. or anything like that. And what I, but uh, it's just like it makes you deal with the fact that in war people fucking die and there's nothing you yeah. can do about it well, you know yeah. what I mean and, yeah. and I'll say you know it's even down to earth enough that like the Jedi's don't have lightsabers like mm. the one Jedi in it is like you, you're not even sure he's actually a Jedi yeah and and it never well, you're never really you 100% on the time, sure yeah, on the time you know? period of it at that point the Jedi were this ancient memory and there yeah. really weren't any right exactly right? like Luke Skywalker was supposedly so the first Jedi forever you yeah. know in, in 30 years right yeah yeah exactly and that's kind of the other thing was like Donnie Yen as as a Jedi like 20 years figure mm-hmm. it was neat to see someone too like in that that wasn't a Skywalker yeah that you know maybe maybe I they're... fucking love that character so much yeah I do too yeah. so he's much blind too isn't he's he? blind yeah. he's yeah. a blind monk yeah force attuned yeah yes that's the thing the force was the, the I'm one with the force the and the force, force is with me I'm yeah. one with the force and the force he doesn't even me. have may the force be with you you yes, know what I mean exactly. he's far oh, enough removed exactly. from it he's like he's like a monk that's been living in a in a hovel in a town yeah where there yeah. was an old Jedi temple mm-hmm. and so he's got like He's like Jedi by osmosis. Yeah. From like reading like cave scribblings. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess he wasn't reading it because he's blind. But well, <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the big Samoan looking yeah. guy yeah. was reading it too. They may have know. Braille in the galaxy. I don't know. I, I don't that know. that but, whole but yeah. that whole sequence that introduces him, yeah. that fight. God, it's that movie is so good. It's good. That's Henry could not. Could not hang. I get it's that got too. the for yeah. it's got Forrest Whitaker in yes. it as well, yeah. who mm-hmm. I like to refer to as Ghost Dog because that's yeah. actually the only way I can ever remember yeah. who Forrest oh, Whitaker is. I want to see that now. Have you have you you yeah. seen it? Yeah, you seen yeah. Like, yeah. He's a samurai, like or, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Go, Ghost, yeah, yeah. Ghost. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's it's a that's a good one. It's, it's a, a, it which is. is hard to say about any Jim Jarmusch movie because, like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. Jim Jarmusch. So is it actually even a movie we don't know? <laughs> <laughs> we watched it. We still don't know. That's fair. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I saw it when I was young and right at that time. I know, right? Like, like yeah, know, it was. Just, go- it's good for what it is. Yeah. So is Broken Flowers, but also again, this is a movie. Did I just stab myself? I don't know. I'm <laughs> confused. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> so, one or the other. It's yeah, one no. of these. Two things happen. Yeah. Been, yeah. Um, okay, so I'll watch Rogue One though. Because you should. So and you can. It's I've totally, seen it. I'm sure it's I totally just... standalone, mm-hmm. and it bridges the gap between Episode Three and A New Hope. Yep. That's okay. the only thing that. Well, I won't say anything else because mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil anything else. All right. I will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have, have one. I have one complaint about that movie, mm-hmm. and it's a very, very minor one, mm-hmm. and it's just about information being spoon-fed to you that they could have just mm. left between the lines. Right, yeah. right, Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. it. That's all I will say is that there are a couple of moments that are just like, look, if someone's watching this movie, they know what's happening. Yeah, you exactly. Right. You, have to come out, you don't have to have a character announce out loud and say like, Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In case you were born in the last 20 years, <laughs> yeah. that's what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, anyway, I will rewatch. Like I said, so this is what I'm saying is that my data, that my database brain mm. is it is pretty good at recalling lots of things. People that have said like mm. exactly what they said. I'm very good verbal recall. 
the one thing it's not very good with is media and movies. Mm-hmm. And it used to be. Mm-hmm. I think I deprioritized it though. Mm-hmm. And there's a there is a threshold it's where okay. where it falls off mm-hmm. and like when you're, I when didn't you're know com- when it comes to storage optimization, mm-hmm. which I yeah. guess is mm-hmm. like rolled into our topic today. Yes, <laughs> you do have to make trade-offs and distinctions Correct. about tiering your thresholds. You know, yep. and some information, you know, you need it accessible right at the top, and some you don't. Yep, and, and that changes as as time mm-hmm. goes on. You yep. know, I also like to guess movies and the endings, though. I'm really usually pretty good at like, oh yeah, opening up. So and you like, like a good, oh, so this you like a good twist because you want to try and predict it, right? Yeah. And and I want to be I do want to be surprised. It's very rare. Did right? you know what was happening during Sixth Sense? No, Sixth Sense got me. Yeah. Sixth Sense get me. Okay. But what did not get me was Shutter Island, mm-hmm. and I said it out loud at like the first <laughs> oh, five minutes. Wait, is that DiCaprio? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And I didn't mean to. Yeah. I didn't mean to. I just said it out loud. I've done that a couple times. And everyone was watching like, a movie with friends. Was and like, being like, no, oh, this is what's happening. Just being an ass. I was. I was joking. Right, right, then, yeah, yeah. I well, I wasn't joking. I just had revelation, like just my brain just like revealed, like oh, this is probably, and I was like, oh, this could be, and said it out loud, mm-hmm. and each mm-hmm. friend turned to me in turn, telling me how much they hated me as they slowly discovered some of them so was an hour later, it, yeah. some of them was three minutes later. For the person who had already <laughs> seen it, they were like, what the fuck? Why are you such a jerk? Yeah. And I was like, I didn't. That happened to me one time. I ruined a really intense game of Trivial Pursuit. Oh, in which a quote was read. I think it was a biblical quote, mm-hmm. and it reminded me of a paraphrasing of that quote mm-hmm. from a popular movie. Well, semi-popular movie, right? Cult classic movie okay. that, in my mind, was funny because the wording was really similar. But in the process, uh, it was like finish the quote. Yeah, yeah. And I finished the quote because apparently the second part of the quote from the movie was a I direct quote. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I didn't know. I was just like, oh, it's that thing they said in Mallrats, you know? <laughs> oh, jeez. And I yeah. said it, and then someone was like, this was the last question. This it was done to do. You just gave you the answer. Win. And then I was like, well, no one knew that I gave the answer until you You're, said that. So you yelled. Because he didn't know. He was he was the one holding yeah, the exactly, car. Right. It was like, you just said what it said. Why'd you do that? And I was yeah. like, I didn't know that I was doing that. Yeah. I'll shut up now. That's good. That's a good it happens. That's a good one. Yeah. So, well, I yeah. believe the question, by the way, if you want to know, is hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Mm-hmm. Yep. In Mall Rats, they say Hell Hath No Fury like a woman scorned for Sega. Because mm. <laughs> he's playing Sega's so Genesis it's, it's, it's and his right, girlfriend right. breaks up with yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He was like, it was like Hell Hath No Fury blank. And I was like, like a woman scorned for Sega. That's funny. <laughs> I think that's a Shakespeare, though. I don't know that that's, a, yeah. that's where I think. Is it uh, Shakespeare? It might be Taming well, of, uh, yeah. Taming or, of or, the Shrew. Or, uh, yeah. Or, Could or be. Dante may have. Or maybe quite a few. Yeah. True. Okay. Anyway, but <laughs> the... I read the Bible and Shakespeare at the same time. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I store so those things in memory I, next yeah. to each other. Yeah. So that's I, my associated I, memory I, happening. Yeah. It was something like the Bible, which could be, is was only uh, one degree for separated me it's like from the Bible, Shakespeare. the Bible, yeah. and, and Lord of the Rings. You know, totally. There's, there's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Who was it? <laughs> Actually, a previous employee here, Daniel, made a on. I'm on. Uh, I'm not going to go into all these things, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the at the place, he recommended yeah. that he said if you're bored, uh, 
here's a good time waster. And it's a, oh, it was, it's a web app that opens up that is, is it Tolkien or oh. an antidepressant? Have you seen it? Uh-uh. <laughs> it's real fun. It's like, is this a Tolkien word or is this an antidepressant? And I thought, I'll be 50% and I'm not. It's good. It's real good. Oh, uh, that is great. good. I'm, so it'll go in show notes yeah, there. Yeah, 100%. Try prescription strength sour on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Have so a trouble good. sleeping? Oh, you guys it's will love it. more wind in uh, <laughs> I'll send it to y'all. It's great. Also, technically, that's the way everyone's memory works. I have to I say it every time. Uh, Background human development. Yeah. Technically, our memory, as we, I, I mean, I know you guys know this, sense. but like our memory yeah. doesn't, our brains are bad at memory. We don't actually have memory. Well, mm-hmm. that's what I, it I, just recreates something every yeah. time. It's mm-hmm. it's created at instance. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, really, so, I really feel like, um, you know, I, I know that neural networks in the, like computer science world are not actually how the brain works, mm. but right. they are inspired by yes, yep. an understanding of the mm-hmm. brain. And I think yep. the more that you get familiar with that and work with it, it does provide for me sort of an analog that I can look back at my own thinking patterns and mm. go like, no, I can kind of yeah. comprehend here how this might work in so much as there is not, to your point, Joseph, mm an actual framework for how to store information. There is just the organic proliferation of what works for you and a Mm. system by which synapses get connected. Yep, yep. Right? And some people connect them up in different ways and those people win Jeopardy. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And some people connect them up in different ways, and they're me, and I go like Bible, or was <laughs> it actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or was it a Goosebumps story? No, no, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Right. Was it R.L. Stein or David? <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and that and it's true. It's it, it's like yeah. It, everyone, you. It's like it's a framework for building frameworks. What you know, and and then a lot of times is labeled. Or, or at least like associated with emotion. To your now, point, people about, people do have know. different labels. I will. There is a uh, if you're familiar with the concept of synesthesia, mm. which is I'm not uh, you are uh, <laughs> <laughs> concept. Uh, you are term yeah. maybe not. No, oh, yeah. no, you no. Will. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the word means, but uh, I probably understand what it's, it's about. It's a, it's a thing that you experience every time you take a turn onto Lakeshore Drive. Ah, yes. It's a blending of the senses. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. hear colors mm. or taste sounds, mm, right? Yeah. This is a thing that your brain can do by mm. simply associating those mm. two things together. Exactly. Yep. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and those can happen. Yeah, yeah. And there is a form of synesthesia that is a cognitive synesthesia, mm. and people use it in the way they process information. And it's like not like rare, mm. but it's somewhat uncommon. Mm. And I actually have self-diagnosed myself as having this form of synesthesia, which is that like numbers have colors associated with them. And there are other like visual representations of information. Like when I imagine information, mm. it mm-hmm. has a physical form. Yeah. We've talked about this. Like like you're you he stores a whole different calendar. My calendar than the rest of us do. is is a <laughs> when I imagine the year yeah. and the time of year, my calendar is um an oval shape. Yeah. That's what you're It's an me. oval shape in which um Winter is at the top and mm. summer's at the bottom, and you move around it like horses on a racetrack. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. And so, so like, here's my oval, right? Yeah. We're right here. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's November. So that's how okay. it tracks time, yeah. yeah. And it fucks me up all the time because mm. it's very symmetrical, which means uh. that the the um boundary between December and January is at the very top, dead center mm. in winter. Yeah. And mm. so I get fucking like just totally frazzled when someone's like December 21st Winter just started. I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, We're halfway through it. Yeah, because in my yeah. mind, it's like the seasons are oh, the seasons, yeah. and it's oblong. That's what's really weird. Despite the fact yeah, that we have very, say, and I've always lived you, here in Arkansas, <laughs> yeah, where we have yeah. very short springs, very short falls. Yeah. Those are long in my mental representation. In your brain, right, right. Right. Maybe, okay. yeah. Maybe because you like them more. I don't know. You know? I, yeah. I think it was you, the, you I, wait them No, more, honestly, maybe. I, I want to say that I had seen a circular representation of the calendar like that when I was in a mm. kindergarten class. Mm. My kindergarten mm. class mm -hmm. when I was in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that formative years of schooling made it where mm. the schooling semesters, the fall semester oh. and the spring semester, were so much longer than the winter and summer <laughs> yeah. that it stretched them out in my gotcha. mind yeah. and it has permanently skewed how I view time. But mm. it's not just that. I do the same thing with numbers. Mm. Gotcha. I do the same thing with like colors and shapes mm. and right, right. it's just like when I try and think about where things are in my house or remember information I'm I'm like imagining a visual reference for how to find it right so when I this is me expanding upon what I said earlier of like I associate two things together in my mind spatially for like where I was mm. it's it's visual too mm. yeah, yeah yeah right yeah, it's yeah. like no like that band and that band are both over here right <laughs> right right and right Frank right. Zappa's over there <laughs> yeah exactly exactly right yeah right <laughs> Those and two so things, when you say yeah. what's that yeah, band call them what's that yeah. band that had that song and I'm like it's over here somewhere. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right? yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's not right? there. And in yeah. my mind, I'm looking over there, and I'm just like digging through the cupboards going like, uh, you know, yeah. Il Nino. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, third strike. Okay. Yeah, they yeah, sound yeah. the same. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's fascinating. There is a fascinating podcast uh, that I will also share with you about, about memory like this. Okay. And it's about how things work in your memory. And like, one of the the studies that they did was 911 mm. and mm. as soon as it happened this person was the the this particular uh phd student did they discover that if you don't think 911 <laughs> was an inside job <laughs> that you're a corporate shill yeah that's it you're a paid, and, you're, a and paid you, actor. you're probably also using github but the um the what they actually did was as soon as, soon as 9-11 happened they were they were in the middle of studying memory and how mm -hmm. that instance is created mm -hmm. and so they said we're gonna go day after a couple days after a week after and ask people what they where they were mm -hmm. and what mm -hmm. was going on because this is a an event that will be existing forever like jfk and the, to the previous and we're gonna generation. do we're gonna do a longitudinal study on it not an immediate study on it and so then they did it like a year later and like five years later and ten years later Interesting. and to asked, see like if people's mm -hmm. perception changed over time yes. so the quality yeah, of the memory yes yeah. Yeah. where okay. were you yesterday or a week ago right because yeah, i think we embellish it with our current experiences whatever yeah. our memories it's, are it, you know, it, it is it it's so wrong it's not even funny mm -hmm. like people people do not get it right at all they will tell you like no this is exactly where i was this is what i was thinking wow i know this and i know that and they'll be like and they will they play at some point they start playing back 
this is what you said five years ago. (laughs) And and people will say, that wasn't me. That's not me. You made that up. You did AI. That's not me. Have you ever seen the movie The Final Cut? Yes. We talked about, we actually talked about this on a different podcast where you weren't here and it was. Uh Uh-huh. And I it, love yes. that movie. It's yeah. crazy. I love isn't it? that movie, and that's one of my favorite details about that movie. Mm. Yeah. And so, for if you haven't seen the movie, it's Rob Williams, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, so. uh, Him as a serious Jim actor. Caviezel, and it's a Jim Caviezel. Scary. It's one of his two series. Well, his two like in the middle of his yeah, career, yeah, mid-career yeah, yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess there's what dreams may come. But I put it in the same weird bucket as like uh, one hour photo. I was gonna say it's yes. one hour photo when he did that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was, was in like, that oh. that area of weird Robin Williams. Love yep. it. Yep. Uh, he in was which, in Insomnia too, I think, and that yeah, was also that yeah. It's out. like he did a lot of those, and it was like I think yeah, it's Robin Williams though. Nonetheless, keep going. You look so, back after the fact, and you're like, oh, uh, I see, yeah, yeah. Yep, um, yeah. But like he's uh, it's uh, it's it's kind of it was a precursor to this thing that gets used a lot in um, uh, Black Mirror mm-hmm. of like everyone has the implant that records everything, and you can scrub it back. That that, mm-hmm. that repeats in like you know, 20 different episodes of Black Mirror, at least mm. that I've seen. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I stopped watching it a while back. I, just, I needed yeah. to survive without crippling depression. So yeah, <laughs> I, know. I, uh, I decided to never watch one. Someone was like, hey, made it through you know the last that feeling you got yeah. when you watch that weird-ass movie, The Final Cut? Let's do it episodic. <laughs> <Just> binge that <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. Anyway. Until you're numb to it. There's you know? <laughs> these people that have a job. They're video editors that do a cut of people's life mm-hmm. that they recorded yep. through this implant in their brain, and it's everything. And so, like, they they basically, like, the service they provide is to provide, like, a high-right reel for the fucking funeral. Yeah. A memory reel for the family. But the problem is their job is to go scrub everything that person has seen their entire life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, Mm -hmm. and then they just have to carry it forever. Mm -hmm. That's the pretense of the movie. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to go watch that right now, you know, Mm. I guess... The Lego movie is probably also streamable for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's real shit. But um, there's a scene in there where, like, the, the main character's kind of wrestling with all this. Yes. And there's a former editor that's kind of gotten out of the world mm-hmm. that's trying to, that he's like rallying against the company, et cetera. And he like confronts him in the back of a screening because the editor's watching the screening. And then, like, the deceased brother gets up and comes back. He's like, oh, man, that was so great. I'm so glad you made that. He was like, hey, did you did you change some stuff? Did you change what happened? The boat, the boat yep. that we were in, I, I thought it was red. And he was mm-hmm. like, no. And he's just like, no, man, I mean, like, 20 years, all these years, it, it's a red boat. Yeah. He's just like, no, it's not. And then he goes, huh, and he walks away. And then the other editor comes in and says, oh, yeah, the questions. Yeah. The questions. Did you change stuff like that? And they just kind of walk away from it. It's just a little mm. bit of movie detail. Yep. They add to it. But it's exactly what you're talking about yeah. right there. Yeah. That everybody, it's an acknowledgement that people embellish their own recollection of the memory. Mm. Yep. And when all you have is the memory, mm. your embellishment is the truth. Yep. It, is, right. it is reality. Right. Correct. Because what you're yeah. talking about is not reality. <clears throat> it is merely what you stored in your brain of that reality. If you alter the storage, yeah. well, it's just like if we accidentally let the data scientists write to the wrong S3 bucket. Yeah. They change it forever. Forever. Like, oh, that was the original, though. Yeah. Did you overwrite those headers? Yeah. Well, now, okay. Now we well, don't we don't get to know that ever again. Ever again. That's, <laughs> the, that's, that's the a thing, head right? injury. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. favorite detail about that movie is that's, that scene. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that comes gotcha. up. And it, I don't think it's consequential to the plot at all. No. Uh, it's no. just a, it's a, it's one of those movie details thrown in there that like Provides just really, and it sells it, you know? Yeah. It, like yeah. everyone's sitting there watching 
that movie and paying attention is like thinking about every memory they have going like that might not be how it happened. Mm, that right. Not, yep. That right, may not exactly. be how it happened. And I gotta go look at the picture. Uh-huh. It's yeah. scary how real that is. I really like this podcast. I can't, I honestly, I wish I could remember. I feel bad not being able to drop the name while we're actually podcasting, but I will. It's pretty uh, ironic, honestly, yeah. <laughs> given the contents of the conversation. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but I will. Have you looked over here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Did you try the top shelf? Yeah. So. But yeah. I, Wait, uh, where where in your memory circle do you put it? At the bottom or the top? <laughs> the cool thing about it is that it actually this podcast is done really well where it's actually it takes two different guys who were in World War II and had this particular same mission oh. and their perceptions that oh. end up so differently. Oh, wow. oh, well then they have like situational influence in other it's, people. Oh, it's yeah. so yeah. Co- it's a super cool. It's like mm. it, I listened to it when I, I listened to it the first time and then I listened to it like four times mm. after. I would I just imagine. like I've got to understand what's happening oh, i would love to yeah. like just blows i would my love mind. for someone to do a controlled study on something like that yeah, yeah. Like have yeah. i don't know how you could ever actually control a study like that but like mm-hmm. my what i'm thinking is that like everybody sits and reminisces right yeah mm. and if you sit and reminisce with someone you're essentially forming a shared recollection of right a, yeah. yes right yeah. so yes. If, if we go sit down yeah you know, every year on someone's birthday and be like oh you remember that time you remember that? and it just happens over and over we probably have a shared recollection of it. Yeah, that is all equal, wrong, and completely wrong, and all yeah. completely yeah. wrong. Exactly because you're because you're all sharing in the experience of modifying the memory as you access yes. it and, yeah. and modify yeah. it. Yeah. So if you have two people with a shared experience and let them diverge, they come back and go, "I remember it differently." Two people with the same experience and yeah. you let them share the experience together, they're still wrong. Yeah. But they agree. Yeah. But they so yeah, there's exactly. no drift. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, they, well, they drift, but they they're they're, but together. they're collectively drifting yeah, as a exactly. unit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Love it. We've done some real fun and memory study, but we've here's gone the, way over too. And we've gone over. Yeah. We got plenty of extra time. That's great. But we need Patreon content because mm. we haven't done it on the last one either. And I still want to cut here because I, you know, why don't you? Why don't we just like? Why don't we end it and with like a formal ending? Yeah, and then at, you can insert that ending anywhere along that stream that feels That's like good. a good lull, mm. and then you have the remainder to to pull over to Patreon content. I'm cool with that. I also want to. Uh, Sorry, I'm making the editor's job. We're having a meta conversation. And you so, can also just leave this in. <laughs> that's what that's what happens yeah. with Patreon content. So yeah. I we never we never went through. So on our last one, our last episode, uh, Alan, huh. we talked about I want to start a YouTube channel. Uh-huh. That I've been getting a lot more creative Reese over the past couple months, mm. especially here at Lofty, oh. and I want to start one. You want to do one for this? Well, no, just oh. in, for me in general. Oh, okay. But I, but I've been just becoming more creative. I want to do one for this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I want to do one called uh, Angle Grinding Overhead for a YouTube channel. So, <laughs> because I've done oh, so much yeah. angle grinding overhead trying to fix that old house. Oh, I and watch it. I, yeah. It's like especially a good, if you make shorts. I'm just gonna. I sit know, there right? Like, yeah. yeah, right. I so I thought of that. I have another one. Uh, which I I wanted to call the the practical etymologist. You know, like you know etymology study of words. Yeah. And it's actually a really that's a really pr- to me that's a very practical thing mm-hmm. that people don't understand. We've lost mm-hmm. the knowledge mm-hmm. of that practicality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is actually very valuable. Mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. How many times we sit in discoveries and people tell us things, mm. and I'm just like, I don't have any idea what you're talking about, mm. but I know those words and I understand Latin a little bit, and mm-hmm. I can have a conversation with you now. Yep, because I'm just a practical I, etymologist. Yep, 
and just insert so, some context in yep. here and yep, make some assumptions. I but the reason that I'm telling you that and the reason that I wanted to put it at the end of the episode here is because I think what would be fun as a trio here and other members of the Lofty team in the future as we do podcasts to throw out fun podcast names you know kind of like you used to do with album titles like oh that'd be a good album title it's a, uh, are these episode titles or are yeah, these shows what, yeah i think more like shows personally okay. that's what i like like what are some fun shows you know it's so like practical etymologist we you know an entire series mm-hmm. on a practical okay. etymologist yeah. so like yeah. from today's episode mm. spinoff podcast could be like mm. memory drift yes yeah, yeah. Okay. exactly memory drift exactly whole a whole series on memory drift yeah. or a whole you oh, know man. youtube channel of memory drift Oh yeah, dude! The possibilities of like I, know. I could have a memory, then we could bring someone. In. I mean, it doesn't have to be me. I'm just thinking like yeah. that could be no, that be. could be the show. The yeah. sh- it could be an interview show. Yeah, where you bring someone in and they tell you a fond memory, and someone else was there, and, and we're then like, you bring someone else. Actually, in. Pete's here in the studio. He's <laughs> in the next room, and he said the boat's it's blue. Jerry, huh? Jerry and, then <laughs> and then you just and then you just let him battle it out. It's like that's not what happened. You gave me wedgie, punched me in the mouth. <laughs> How was it mean to you? I was such a good... Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's one format. Yeah, there we of go. Lots possibilities, like There's I said, for kinds. that one. <laughs> Memory drift. Memory drift. <laughs> Q1 2024. <laughs> Wherever you get your podcast. That was, yeah, I mean, that's the right voice, and there's some hard rock mm-hmm. or... Real black, black driving metal. rock. Yeah. yeah. Memory drift. Yeah, I can find something. I got, I know. I got a whole That's library saying, of royalty free yeah. music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Cool. All right. Mm. I could do that. I like it. You want to riff on that? Yeah. You know. We're going to flip it over to another track. Yeah. For the Patreons. Yes, indeed. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Friday Afternoon Deploy, recorded and produced by the team at Lofty in Fayetteville, Arkansas. For show notes from today's show, past episodes, and links to our Patreon and merch store, visit friday.hirelofty.com. If you'd like to reach out to the show, or if you're local to the Northwest Arkansas area and you'd like to be a guest in person on the show, email us at podcast at hirelofty.com. That's podcast at h-i-r-e-l-o-f-t-y dot com.